0: Hello, hope you're okay. Thank you for downloading today's podcast on Thursday, September 14th. Our top story today, firefighters from Kent who've been sent to Morocco following a deadly earthquake say conditions are extremely difficult. Almost 3,000 people are known to have died after the tremor hit west of Marrakesh late on Friday. Brad Rebecca, Dom Moore, Jim Chaston and Jamie Muddle have been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV.
1: Okay, this deployment is um, completely different to the last one in Turkey. The infrastructure is Turkey was uh, city centre, lots of high rise buildings. Uh, The majority of the the devastation out here has happened in more rural areas up in the mountains, which has been proving quite difficult to get to because they're all very thin mountain roads. A lot of the roads have been closed through landslides. So it's, uh, and the buildings are constructed completely differently to in Turkey. So um, it's totally different and villages uh, completely destroyed, total collapse of buildings, uh, devastation across uh, the areas we've been searching so far. Uh, yesterday we uh, travelled up into the Atlas Mountains, about 5-6 hours away from our of operations. Uh, we decided that it was too late to head back, so we stayed with a uh, Spanish team that we found up in one of the villages. Uh, this morning we've been tasked to go to another rural area um, where we're going to try and get up the road uh, and see whether we can help. Yeah, The uh, scenes we've come across so far have been um, really devastating. Um, most of the villages that we've been to have been built into the sides of the mountains, so as obviously the quakes hit, a lot of the, um, the, the rocks and the earth and the rubble from the mountain has slid down onto the villages. So um, a lot of destruction, um, causing obviously a lot of distress and loss of life.
0: Also making news today, at Kent Online you can see video of children near Canterbury being left stranded by bus drivers on the school run. The students can be seen waiting to board the bus in Kingston only to have it drive past because it was already full. Parents who are paying £450 a year for a bus pass are calling on Stagecoach to add more services to the area. Kent Online reports. A sitting-born man who stalked a woman and threatened to throw acid in her face has been sent to prison. Duncan Frent harassed his victim for several weeks after they met in December last Last year. The 51-year-old from Woodstock Road has been locked up for just over two years. A man's appeared in court charged with burgling a home in Seven Oaks after being arrested at Stansted Airport. Jewellery was stolen from a property on Wilderness Avenue while the owners were away earlier this year. A 44-year-old was detained after returning to the UK. He's pleaded guilty and will be sentenced at a later date. Kent police are renewing their appeal for information about a missing teenager from Maidstone. Russell Burdett Deacon was reported missing from his home near Sutton Road last Wednesday night despite an extensive search, They've still not been able to find the 17-year-old. Anyone who regularly visits Moat Park and Watman Park are urged to be on high alert. We've posted Russell's picture at Kent Online. Labor leader Sir Keir Starmer says he would tackle small boats crossing the Channel by trying to get a returns agreement with the EU. He's admitted that may involve having to accept a quota of asylum seekers from the continent. He also says he would treat people smuggling as being on par with terrorism. Two women who were arrested at a vigil for Sarah Everard have been given payouts by the Met Police. They were detained by officers on Clapham Common in 2021 at an event to remember the 33-year-old who was killed by serving officer Wayne Cousins from Deal. A Scotland Yard spokesperson says the gathering took place in extraordinary circumstances.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: Local bosses in Kent have hit back. It claims the authority is teetering on the brink of bankruptcy. It's been claimed Kent County Council is one of six that could go the same way as Birmingham and Woking. Despite reports KCC need to find £86 million in their budget next year, leaders say they're confident they can meet their financial obligations. The man who oversees the police in Kent says they're doing good work to crack down on e-scooters being ridden illegally. Almost 70 vehicles have been seized and destroyed in the county so far this year, but Crime Commissioner Matthew Scott admits it's not an easy job.
1: It's good news that the the chief constable has listened uh, and he and his officers are taking action to take them off the streets. Uh, I do think we have some way to go, though, because I think, unfortunately, there has been a a large proliferation of these devices, which is well out of the police's control because they've uh, never been properly regulated. So I think it's a step in the right direction and and I welcome the action that they've taken um 66 disposals so far is good and i know that there will be others which are currently uh, in kent police's possession which they will have to deal with as well so the number will be much higher uh, for this year uh, and i look forward to hearing at our next meeting what that number looks like so it's a step in the right direction this isn't a problem of kent police's making they're having to sort of pick up the pieces of some poor communications around the implementation of these scooters um, but I'm glad that they're listening and that they're acting and that they're behaving in a proportionate way.
2: With those that are seized, yeah. what actually happens to them? Do you end up with a bit of a um, a storage issue? You just get a, a load of e-scooters. What can the force do with them? Well, we
1: can eventually dispose of them. And I think what the chief constable was highlighting is that 66 have been disposed of so far uh, safely, obviously, because there are risks around the, uh, the lithium-ion batteries, which we know are a problem elsewhere. But there comes a point when they do have to be disposed because people can't prove that they've got the necessary insurances and others to um, to ride them safely uh, and legally. So they do have to get disposed. There are more in storage, probably awaiting the same fate, I hope. Um, so those numbers will rise.
2: We have heard some tragic stories related to e-scooters um, recently. I mean, as far as the safety around them, we say, you know, there's not much about the law around them, maybe the education wasn't there. Would you like to see more of a safety campaign for even those that are ridden on private land about maybe wearing helmets and, and protective clothing, that Thank sort you. of thing?
1: I think that's fair. You know, there needs to be a consistent position around this. I think the government needs to make a decision around what it wants to do with these scooters going forward, looking at the pilot so that we've got that consistency. Um, But also the the safety regulations around these devices causes further problems, not just the safety of the individuals who are riding them or wider members of the public, but also the fact we've seen a rise in the number of fires caused by e-scooters because they've been charged in communal areas or they've used uh, sometimes dodgy charging cables or they've overcharged because they've not been taken off because they're not safe. So there are a number of safety concerns that we do need uh, to highlight um attach these devices exception that some people do have them and shouldn't um there are some risks that we do need to advise people of so my my message to anybody who's considering getting one is don't until that until as and when if the law changes we're really consistent about this please don't ride them on public land because you're not allowed to please don't buy one for the same reasons and also be aware of the risks around charging them and the potential for fires as well so there's an awful lot more education we do need to do around this to make people realize the risks that there are. It might seem like something which is fun and convenient, and it might they might think it's more environmentally friendly, but ultimately the law is not on your side at the moment.
2: I guess they're still going to be made though. You can't stop them getting into the market, yeah. can you? There's 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 no way that you're gonna be able to stop them being available it's it does come down to the education side of it
1: yeah that's correct and you know some retailers are more responsible than others so uh, one major retailer told me we put signs next to the e-scooter saying you can't use them on public land and we tell people at the tills that you can't use them on public land and that's all very well and good but I think we all know that if you're going into one of these stores to buy one that's exactly what you're going to do with it
0: now a follow on from one of yesterday's most read stories and Kent Online has been told introducing parking charges at Chatham's dockside could kill off the shopping centre. The people who manage the car park have decided to bring in fees for anyone who stays longer than an hour following concerns some were leaving their vehicles there overnight. But in a poll on Kent Online 85% of readers said it would stop them from going there. Angelo Filipponi is a local taxi driver. When the charging comes in is that going to stop you from coming down here?
1: Yes most definitely. Why is that? because I won't pay parking in somewhere when I can use the Saver Centre or another cinema in the towns, um, and it's free parking. So they, it, they will just kill the Dockside Outlet Centre uh, with their parking charges. And so you
2: said there's nothing up here anyway? So. There's,
1: nothing, there's nothing much down here to bring people in apart from the range. And if, they, if the range then suffers through the parking charges and it decides to move elsewhere, then as soon as the range is, is dead, the whole place will be dead. It's no good coming down here for to eat when you can go to other places where the parking's free. There is a parking space over there for taxis. If taxis come in here just to sit and wait to pick up people, They won't bother coming in if they're going to be charged.
0: Kent Online reports. Wilco branches in Ashford and Folkestone will shut today as the retailer looks to close all 400 of its stores in the coming weeks. More than 12,000 staff are expected to lose their jobs after a rescue deal fell through. Chantal Weller has been speaking to customers outside the Wilco in Park Mall.
3: I think it's very sad. I think um, you can come and get everything here, Um, you know, whatever you want what with like Woolworths closing and then Wilko's you know where do you go now you know I don't believe in this shopping online you know because you you order six things and send five of them back and I like to feel the material and look at the item yeah, so it's so sad
2: mm-hmm. yeah and what do you think this means for the future of Ashford do you think that this is sort of one step towards everything closing yeah
3: i think so the way things every time you pick the the newspaper up, it's another shop, another cafe going, another shop going, you know, you you don't know where to go next, apart from online, which the youngsters are all right doing that, but Older people, they don't really know what to do, and half of them haven't got computers to to order online. So, yeah, absolutely.
2: And did you start shopping at Wilco when it first opened? Yeah,
3: yeah, which was a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah do yeah. you
2: remember when it was the Sainsbury's before? Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, were you expecting it to close, or are you quite surprised to hear that?
3: I'm not surprised. Um, you know, unfortunately, we were one of the um limited ones, weren't we? That you know, we're gonna go. So, but yeah, it's so sad. Yeah, is, uh, and all the, those jobs as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, in in Ashford, where are they going to get jobs? Because everywhere you look, it's for sale. But then I have seen places we're recruiting, but you know, um, it's probably a, a, a minimum hours, which people don't want minimum hours, do they? It's
0: been there for so long, and um, everything in there is a good value, and it's a nice shop. Staff are nice, and I've shopped there forever, and
3: gonna miss it being there
2: yeah have you shopped here since it first opened yes think? yeah
3: yeah But uh, it used to be Sainsbury's and then they took over and since they took over I've been shopping here
2: mm. and where else will you go now to sort of get the sort of things that they sell I don't
0: know because it's quite competition there their their pet area is really good I buy all the pet stuff there their home area is good so
3: I don't, I don't know now it's just another devastation isn't it for the high streets um you know we do we guilty ourselves I suppose of shopping online um, but yeah it's just just another gutting thing more people at work absolutely yeah. I mean also there's a lot more shops around that are closing look at County Square as Debenhams has gone Nexus out just survived so it's, it's worrying I think
2: yeah and do you think that this could be the start of a lot more shops in Park Mall closing their doors yes yeah. yeah.
3: I think yeah. I've, uh, I've heard Park a couple Mall's already. I've had a couple of pools saying the council should knock it down and do something else but.
2: Yeah so they have put in plans actually um, to convert this area into flats and mm. um, so there are concerns now that this closing could fast track those yeah, plans. Yeah we don't, no, any we flats, don't any want any it. We don't want End of the day. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean? so. And did you shop at Wilco when it first opened? Can you remember when it first No because or? we weren't
3: living in the area oh. but my mum and dad certainly were and they, they did. Um, we moved up from Bromley about four years ago, yeah. so um, yeah. but we've always had a Wilcos near us. Um, yeah. but this was the first Wilcos I ever shopped to this time, so really yeah, oh yeah. wow. Yeah
2: so, yeah. so overall feelings is it it's a shame and yeah, it's just
3: bad for the it can I be bad for really you for the area. Yeah, absolutely. You know, job losses, people, it's just And then of course B and reportedly well, are now taking over. Yes, the they goes. bought a few. Well, they're not going to keep this one going because we've already got a B&M
2: in town, oh. so... Yeah. That's another blow. I think they've got a plan for it, ready to do flats, and I think it's been there a long while because I'm an old... I'm, I'm old, I'm 80, and I've seen them let it deteriorates everything. Really? And they can't attract the people and so the shops, and they put everything absolutely... And were you surprised to hear that Wilco was going to be closing? I was sad. <laughs> but it's the only place that you could get the bits that I wanted. I mean a box of matches even. Simple little bits and bobs. Yeah. That you, it, 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 it always is. I've, I've spent a lot of money in it. Yeah. So where will you go now to get similar products? That's the point. <laughs> yeah. So do, do you guys... I don't know. know. I really I don't know. Um, We'll have to search for it, but anybody who hasn't got a car it's really come in unstuck here.
0: A woman from Raynham is searching for the owner of a Rottweiler that attacked her dog while they were out on a walk. Meg Rose's Jack Russell was left with deep puncture wounds. She's racked up vet bills of nearly 1,000 pounds. She was walking in Lower Raynham Road last Sunday and is asking for the owners of the Rottweiler to come forward. Maidstone Hospital have apologised to a patient after they accidentally forwarded calls from their MRI unit to his mobile. Steve Francis said he had around 30 calls come through from patients ringing about their latest test results in what's been described as a disgusting data breach. The 43-year-old landlord had his number linked to the system after calling to chase up his own appointment. Local bosses have criticised plans for a 66-bed care home on Sheppey. The scheme would see the three-storey development built on the land by Barton Hill Drive in Minster and include a cinema, cafes and hairdressers but the parish council has called the proposal fundamentally flawed and offered their strongest possible objections.
1: Kent Online reports.
0: There's been a reprieve for motorists with plans to carry out works on Running Horse Roundabout postponed until the new year. Highways bosses were to carry out upgrades on the A229 at the foot of Bluebell Hill overnight for two weeks starting in October. There's no confirmation yet on when the closures will take place. A kebab shop owner has issued a public apology to a customer who said they had a terrible experience at the business in Dartford. Kafer Zorlu was away from the house on the hill on East Hill for a week and says he was disappointed to come back and find the bad review. He's since made staffing changes and cussed Customer reviews have improved. A virtual reality gaming room is going to open at a former food hall in Ashford. Virtual Recreation are taking over the old Macanade site in Elwick Place. Bosses hope it'll open this autumn. Wildlife projects in Kent are getting a share of £14 million to help support rare and threatened species. Some of the cash will go to the Wildwood Trust, who are aiming to re-establish the Red billed Choff to the White Cliffs of Dover. The National Trust are also getting money to improve the area, while the RSPB have been given funding to boost habitat for birds at higher marshes and Dungeness. And Phil Spencer has thanked everyone for their kind messages and flowers following the death of his parents on their Kent farm. Anne and Richard were in a car that crashed into a river near Canterbury last month. Their funeral was held last Friday and Phil's now returned to filming Location, Location, Location with co-star Kirsty Orsop. She's posted
3: a video on Instagram. So we're back at work filming on Location, Location, Location and I didn't quite know... my next post on instagram should be because the last post was about phil's mum and dad and you all put such lovely lovely messages and phil was so grateful but i have found him look there he is i'm very grateful thank you and i haven't put anything on instagram either but i do appreciate people's lovely lovely comments kent online sports
0: Cricket now and Kent have had to settle for a draw in their county championship match against Nottinghamshire. The home side fell apart in their second innings at Canterbury despite being in a strong position after the visitors were forced to follow on. Kent finished on 86 for 6, which was 81 runs short of the victory target. That's all from us today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and threads. You can also get details on the top stories direct to your email each morning via the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk